thanks for clicking. You tuned in the time in with me, Ricardo Lungus. With me is the old man of the river, Mr. Tommy Crenshaw. How you doing, Tommy? Yeah, that, that's by default because uh, river rafting now is a young kid's sport. Uh, used to be back in the day that uh, the, the, before the river started to kind of dry up and stuff like that. Uh, you know, uh, kids would fall overboard and you'd have to have a rescue crew come out and then everybody would be putting flowers out and you ate with the kids still alive. Uh, it just turned into a, uh, just a sad, like just, uh, there, there needs to be, uh, that's why you got licensing for stuff like that. It's like some kid reads Tom Sawyer and he thinks he's going to go befriend a shark or whatever it happens in the Tom Sawyer book. I think he goes scuba diving without a scuba tank and like finds the, the sunken city of Atlantis. Uh, duh, duh, that's um. And, and I think he paints a fence there or something too. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I will. I, I, I did. Yeah, it was a lot of. Uh, we passed around. We had a lot, I think it was the early days of what they call fan fiction. Now, me and my buddies, we used to write our own Tom Sawyer books. Uh, duh, and we used to put them in the library, see if people would check them out. Uh, then uh, some of my friends put some dirty stuff in one of the books and caused a big uh, debate, which is still going on. Uh, it's uh, so uh, yeah, duh, duh, but uh, yeah, but uh, I, but I still like to river raft. And uh, use a big stick, and uh, you know I'll oh, take yeah. uh, t- a lot of uh, people from out of town come in, and they want to uh, ride on my raft. Hey, yo, hey, hey! Another guy who likes to go rafting. Although river rafting, maybe just like streams or maybe ocean or something like that. And that's old Anthony North. How you doing, Anthony? Hey, I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm actually outside rafting right now. You probably can hear the noise in the background. So I've been constructing uh, lately uh, these these rafts. You know, like from bamboo. Uh, you know, and it's, it's a, it's a labor of love. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lousy, uh, infectious, uh, infestation I've got of, uh, bamboo growing around. Uh, but it actually makes great rafts. So, you know, and, uh, you know, coming to a lake near you, uh, you'll find me, uh, you know, the guy with, uh, you know, a decent amount of body hair and, uh, a lot of, uh, sunburn. That's me, but it's, it's a good life, man. I gotta tell you, it's a good life. Hey, hey, hey. This man loves the sunburn. I don't know what it is. It's kind of weird. I, I, I think this man just red, just red from head to toe, and just that will not take lotion. Will not take any. Uh, I don't, I don't believe in lotion. I, you just, know, the, the body itself is is a uh, is a work of art, uh, and it, it really provides all the lotion it needs. You know, it's all a bunch of nonsense. They they're just trying to take your money. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't believe in lotion. Uh, you yeah. know, it, 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 it's really not anything. Look, your skin gets hot, and then it burns, and then it creates callus. Uh, callus is really, uh, you know, the only kind of lotion I need. Yeah, yeah, and that that stuff. You know, it mixes with fertilizer and liquid cow farts and ends up in the ocean in the great uh, the dead patch in the Gulf of Mexico and stuff like that. So I'm with you, Anthony. I think uh, you just make your own salve out of, like, clay and spit. And that's what uh, a lot of people did back in the old days. They didn't, you go back in the old days, nobody had lotion. Uh, I mean, you just picked up a snail and rubbed it across your face if you wanted some moisturizer. I mean, come on. Get out of here with that garbage. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, just find yourself like, you know, wherever, wherever you see like a lot of ants, uh, that's a, that's a good place for you to start digging. And, uh, like between, between like the soil that the ants dig up and the ants themselves, uh, they'll do whatever you need to the skin. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Hey, yo, fellas, we are not here to talk about ancient skincare regimens. We're here to talk about football and we need to talk about the Heisman Trophy and the Heisman Trophy people that, that, that got snubbed. We're talking about the people that got snubbed, that didn't get picked. 
I will. I won't know. I won't know who. What? Who? 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 who y'all talk about? Who y'all, who y'all think depends, got depends, snubbed? Depends on whose mama you ask. I mean, that's uh, that's like a thousand mamas think their kid should win it. Dad or whoever, dad, maybe some dads. Well, I mean, there, I mean, there's yeah. probably a couple of moms out there that are probably like, hey, I mean, I understand why he didn't. I mean, yo, he'll do better next year. My my son will do better next year. He he had a bad time this one. It's just, it's just it was just it just wasn't in the cards this year. But I'm going I'm going to make sure we're going to send him to a football camp, and he's going to do much better next year. Just 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 wait till next year because you always got that next year uh, apparent. You got that. You know, we're going to get you next year. We're going to do it next year. But you, but I mean, wait, hey, hey, let's talk about this year. Let's talk about this year. I don't care about the the finalists. The, the oh, oh, yeah. Well, say who they are. I won't say, talk say about who they are. Say, oh, now, now it's who oh, they are. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Williams, QB for USC. CJ yeah. Stroud, QB for Ohio State. Max Doom, QB for uh, TCU. Oh, uh, Stetson Bennett, QB for Georgia. Yeah, it's you, all, you, it's you, all you're, QB you're stuttering. Yeah, you said who, you, who you stuttered on the word QB. It's QB. I mean, it's it's all QBs. It's all quarterbacks. I mean, it, it, I mean, yeah, I don't why is the it's why is the Heisman look like a guy who's like knocking off a defender? I mean, obviously, it should just be a guy uh, who's screaming at his offensive lineman for missing a block. You know, I, I would say that would be to me the best award is the angriest quarterback in college football. The guy who got so mad that he threw a football at a man twice his size and said, "I said, snap it, damn it." Now, that would be the guy that I give that award because I mean, honestly, I mean, if you call it a Heisman, it should be someone changing the game. Uh, Stetson Bennett hasn't exactly uh, changed the game. I mean, I, I would say after watching Georgia play football, the least impressive guy on the field was the quarterback. But that's just that's just me. I mean, maybe I'm just a hater or something. I mean, I, I mean, I can I can go with you on that one. But I mean, but uh, 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 Max Dugan. Now he gave it his all. I mean, he didn't have as much all. As like C.J. Stroud and Caleb Williams, but he gave it every possible thing he had to do what he had to do to just wheel. He wasn't even starting the QB at the beginning of the year, but he wheeled himself up into this conversation. It's just pure will. I mean, yeah, he's probably not going to get it. You know, you know, hopes and dreams will be dashed. But I'm just saying he, he willed himself in this position. Yeah, well, I'm talking about somebody who got snubbed and you keep saying Will. Well, uh, there's only one Will that uh, got snubbed, and that's Will Anderson. I mean, Will Anderson from Alabama was like two-time Nagurski, one of the best college football defensive ends of all time. This guy has had like 27 sacks in the last two seasons. I mean, that's uh, I don't know what you want. I mean, a guy that that's that dominant, a guy that is unblockable. I mean, without him, uh, you know, Alabama is probably, I don't know, they're probably about five and seven uh, you know, without this guy, uh, Stetson, you know, Stetson Bennett comes out, what, Georgia's still, like, what, undefeated? I mean, I'm not real sure what game, like, Stetson just dominated and took it over. Uh, so I, I would say Will Anderson. I mean, that leads my snub list. Uh, cause you know, I got a lot of guys that could replace Stetson Bennett. I mean, no offense to him, but I, I got a list. I don't know, but what do you got? You guess you're talking to me. I, 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 my my whole issue with this is is uh the, the Heisman the guy that this is named after Johnny Heisman uh the, he was an old lineman I don't know he's got that pose with yeah, he was just making a pose he was kind of like man it'd be cool if I could carry a ball across the goal line something like that he was just being cool uh but uh, he was actually was uh, uh, a tackle and a guard uh, second string but he was so good 
I uh, was playing for two different teams. He played for Brown and then he played for Penn, which were powerhouses back in those days. This is like 150 years ago. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, he goes on, starts coaching teams like Auburn and, uh, and Clemson or Clemmy, uh, before they were names. You know, this guy put those universities, Rice, on the map. He was playing, uh, coaching at Rice when those wooden bleachers were brand new. You know, the, the ones that they still use that people get splinters in the duffs. Uh, that, you know, back from like 1812. Yeah, that he was there when they first put him in. He actually said, hey, he actually helped put him in. That's this guy. But uh, so if he's no lineman, why don't you show some respect to the guy that you named this after and actually put an no lineman in there? Like, is that so crazy to ask? Because in the history, in all the history, it's usually it's just quarterbacks, wide receivers, running backs. Occasionally, you get a linebacker or somebody like that. It happens, but it's rare. So, uh, that being the case, I'm going to mention some snubs right quick. Uh, but first, if you want to go with a finesse guy, go with, uh, Dwayne McBride, by the way, UAB, 133 attempts, running back, 1,713 yards, 19 touchdowns, 7.4 yards, average of carry, uh, played in some great, uh, knocked off the hilltoppers with that. Uh, you know, uh, a Georgia Southern who uh, beat up on Nebraska. He had a great game, like 200 yards against them. Uh, but I'm going to say uh, the, the, the snubs will be uh, uh, Ohio State, the tackle, Paris Johnson Jr. Uh, eight pressures, that's all he allowed in almost 300 snaps. And, oh, yeah, uh, could Jor- not be moved. Could not be moved. No, the, the guy is a statue uh, with tree trunks as arms. And uh, Broderick Jones from Georgia, same thing. These, these guys, uh, no hits, allowed no sacks. So Stetson Bennett uh, up there looking like a Stetson hat. Uh, the reason why he looks like a Stetson, Stetson hat when Stetson Cologne, uh, when Stetson whatever, Mr. Stetson, uh, to whatever. I, it's just Stetson is, you know, still a, a esteemed brand. It's not like the ones now that are uh, getting in trouble on Facebook and stuff. But, uh, so, uh, so my, my point is, is that these guys, uh, like Caleb, uh, well, I mean, CJ Stroud specifically, has Paris Johnson and Stetson Bennett's got uh, Broderick Jones. And these guys need to get deserved the attention. Because if these guys were not that good, there's no way these guys are getting Heisman trophies. There's no way. Explain that to me. You know, you know they, what they need to do, they need to come up with like a, like something like, you know how you win the Oscar for best supporting actor? There should be uh, uh like yeah. the, like the, the there should be the Heisman for best uh, keeping you from being uh, hit every five seconds. That, that should be you know, it's like that, that, uh, uh, Heisman, there's the Heisman, mostly standing, outstanding player, Heisman, best guy to keep the outstanding player looking good. I mean, it'd be, that would be nothing but, uh, uh, guards and tackles, most likely. I mean, you know, uh, what do you think? I mean, I thought it was a good idea, but. Yeah, I mean, no, no, a- I think it's a great, I think it's a great idea. I think what, what, what happened is, uh, uh, some cats got in and said, uh, we're going to start giving out awards. Uh, other awards because uh, these other guys are not getting paid attention to, right? And so uh, th- th- that's when you got like uh, your, 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 your Paul Horning Award, uh, you got your, your your John Mackey for your tight ends, your Buckus for your linebackers, uh, you even got Disney Spirit Award, uh, which is you know uh, somebody that came through uh, trouble times, adversity, and they're still making a name for himself. You got uh, awards for guy, uh, punter, the Ray Guy Award, because there's no way a punter is ever going to win the Heisman. Uh, which is crazy because you're basically saying uh, we'll represent the best football player uh, that played football, dot, 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 but he wore, you know, a shoe size between the size of six and seven. So then you take out all pretty much every other football player. 
which is like, you're taking out 95% of football players. So get out of this garbage. So what they did is they created in the 90s the National College Football Awards Association to wrangle in. That way, uh, that way, uh, Dario's uh, pizza connection, which is not run by Italians, which is okay if you show respect. Uh, but uh, they're getting with, uh, you know, a, a Dancing Cow 84.3 FM to hand out some award in Pocatello, Idaho, and nobody's even there to show up to give it. But then uh, a guy puts it up, say, hey, yeah, I was the winner of this award. And uh, yeah, so uh, what you guys think about that there, pals? I mean, you, you left out some awards. I mean, there's all types of other awards. Yeah, there's some more. I mean, I mean, the, I mean the, the, we, everyone I mean, wants to got, hear. Hey, you got the Bulls Wharf Award or Burl's Wharf Award. Is uh, that uh, uh, the it's best walk on? Yeah, best that's good one. Yeah, yeah. And you got you got some big names that won. I mean, Stetson Bennett won it this year. You know, I mean, he's in the Heisman race. The Heisman Stetson guy. You so you can double lot. dip like that. Yeah. That's good. Okay. I mean, hey, hey, Baker Mayfield. Yo, he he won it. Luke Falk. He wanted uh, Hunter Renfro. You may have heard of these people. I mean, all of these won these best, you know, walk on uh, uh, awards. Uh, and, and then, but and you also got what the uh, the, 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 the 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 Ben Derrick, uh, Ben Benderick. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. For, you you, know, you got it? the golden whistle for the referees. I think it's something like that. The referees, you, referees need to get one too. If they're doing good, they need to be recognized. So you get better referees. Nah, no, I mean, nah, I disagree. I don't have any award for a referee. Like referee is simply a do your job type position. You don't get awarded for that. I mean, that's that's like awarding somebody for like perfect attendance. I mean, the least you can do is just make the call correctly. You know, like that's not an award. All right. I mean, they should obviously give you an award for being the worst referee uh you know just to just to show you how uh terrible you are maybe like put every blown call of the year up on a big screen i mean i, I would say like the referee blooper award i would hey, uh, you know you call guys it the no eyesight award uh, was your uh, ref misses the most calls just gets the no eyesight award you just get a a, a, a statue of a ref with a cni dog that's what you get because you're just a horrible person who can't make calls and you and you get fired that's that's what the the, the a ref could get that's that's what i call for what yeah. you th- what you feel I, I, I like it i think i think everybody needs a, an award to point out how terrible you are at something uh you know yeah it, that's it keeps, not gonna get you better in check that's not going to get you better talent. That's get out of here, this garbage. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember that when I was uh, in a kid, when I was in grade school, uh, Mrs. Paskonski, that, that she just was not very good at her math. And uh, this was uh, in Jersey, so you can make an argument. It's very, it's interpretive math, apparently, is what she said when she's given up her times tables and we're all wrong. And even the dumb kid in the class is like, excuse me, I think you got that wrong there, pal. Uh, yeah, we call we call the te- everyone called their teacher pal back then. When you could do that nowadays, you can't because they said that's not the proper. Uh, you, anyway, but I don't want to get into the political side of it. But uh, yeah, but they uh, they they basically uh, all all the kids ganged up on her and circled their desks around her and kept her away from her favorite uh, captain's wafers. And uh, the captain's wafers is what kept her going through the day. So she had a panic attack and flipped out and knocked over the um, the terrarium that had the class lizard in it and it killed the lizard. And uh, she was banished from the town like an old witch. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, I mean, you never... But, uh, hold on, hold on. It, uh, wasn't she a witch? I mean, I, I could have sworn that something came out later on. Uh, there was a, some news article that she was found in the woods around the cauldron or something like that. 
uh, you know, in, in you know, you know, uh, in 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 the suit that that the Lord gave her. Yeah, you know, I mean, what well, I could have sworn something happened like that. I remember you showed me an article or something, yeah, Tommy. Yeah, I, I no, I, I she was just a hippie uh, making up some spaghetti sauce because she uh, traveled around with the Grateful Dead. Uh, a lot of people just uh, said that. Uh, yeah, we're trying to say that about her. We're not trying to give her any magical powers. She was just bad at her job. The point is, is that she was shamed out of a bad job and couldn't get to her favorite crackers. And so if these guys are shamed out of their job, they're going to perform badly. And I don't know what the, the what the uh, the metaphor would be for a lizard flying across the room when you're watching your favorite friend uh, with his green paws floating through midair, and then you see him land into like the, the class fan that, that kept her cool to kept because she had a, a very large bosom. Anyway, uh, but uh, she just kind of sweat a lot is all I'm trying to say. It smelled like fungus. Uh, duh, um, so, duh, yeah, but, uh, you know, I, but you cannot shame the, uh, the, the referees. You need to, like, say, hey, pal, good job, good job, good game. So, so we, have see, to reward, yeah. we have to reward them into being better people. So but that, well, yeah, just the good ones. Not, not all of them. I mean, yeah. uh, but the good ones. You say, hey, good guys, I'm going to give you a double scoop of ice cream. And if you had, like, a coach go out there, imagine if uh, Nick Saban goes out there and gives a double scoop of ice cream. To referee, the referee's like, "What? What is this? Is this poison?" No, 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 pal, uh, eat up. And he's looking at there, and then like somebody, because they storm in the field, grabs it and shoves it up the guy's rear. You know, I guess you probably couldn't do it with with. You'd have to be careful. Maybe you have to put it in like one of those paper cups. Yeah, it depends. I mean, you know, that sounds pretty nice in like a game in September. I don't know if in January, like playing a game up in like, I don't know, like Northwest Chicago or something. Yeah, like, hot cocoa. I don't, I don't know if you're going to want an ice cream cone. I think, I think that might, that might yeah, just. Smalls. Yeah, yeah, that's an idea. I mean, I don't know. I think, but look, we're getting off topic here. The, the topic is, uh, we're, we're talking guys, uh, you know, famous, uh, high school and college, uh, athletes that have gone on to achieve, uh, all kinds of college football recognition. You know, it could be freshman, it could be junior, sophomore, senior, whatever. You know, these are, these are the best of the best. Uh, but you know, you mentioned like kickers, right? Like a kicker, yeah. a guy, hey, look, great guy. Uh, anybody, everybody ever like talk about Vic Janowicz? A guy who actually was like a legitimate Heisman winner. I mean, compare compare Stetson Bennett to Vic Janowicz. I mean, look, look, Janowicz played for Ohio State, and uh, this was like 1950. But like his uh, 1950, this guy played about 50 minutes a game. He was a tailback. He played safety. He played. Uh, he, he was the kicker. He was the punter. Uh, everything. I mean, the guy basically never left the field. I mean, what 50 minutes yeah. out of a 60 minute game? This this guy right. dominated. And, uh, he was basically George Blanda in in, in college. Yeah, he accounted for 46 points in one game. I mean, the guy ran for six touchdowns, hit eight extra points. I mean, what do you want from somebody? I mean, that it's ridiculous. They beat uh, Iowa. They put up 83 points on them. You know, the Ohio yeah. State's been running up points on lousy Iowa teams for a century now, and nobody's done anything about that. So I, I doubt they're gonna. I doubt they're gonna do anything to recognize good refs. A good ref would have probably called a couple penalties when that score was in the 70s. I've been like, you know, I think that's enough. Uh, I, I'd see some taunting, uh, and I see you looking in the uh, direction of the opponent's bench when you make a play. I'm calling that penalty on that. I well, mean, you know, yeah. back in that day, they didn't have, like, you know, uh, taunting or roughing or chop blocks or, face or interference or face or mask or, pads. Or, or any penalty other than offsides. Yeah. I, and, I, and and delay a, delay a game. I think those are the only two penalties they had back then. I don't. I don't. And oh, you can't. And 
I mean, you can run out of bounds and come back in. There was no illegal touching. You know, I mean, you know, it, it's it's it, you, you can do whatever you want back there. That's why one player can play every position. Yeah, you but know, they didn't know. have colors on their jerseys. I mean, you go back and watch old game film. It's, they're just all like gray and. Stuff. I mean, some but of those guys would even play center when they were the QB. They would just snap the ball really high, run back, catch it, you know, and then you know, uh, loft the pass, throw it to themselves. I mean, you you had to do that to win the games back then because it just sometimes it just wasn't enough talent around, and, and that's why the Heisman was for the most outstanding play. But it's not that, the talent. You got to no. Okay, I'm gonna step in here because I think Anthony brought the point uh, behind the scenes. When he's talking about uh, the, the the Hornig Award, which is a guy that's that truly is, a, a, he's like the Taysom Hill. The, he's like a, a Swiss Army knife, uh, but you don't have to be Swiss or be in the Army uh, to get it. But uh, Jack Coletto, Oregon State guy, plays like four positions. Uh, what you guys think about that one, there, pals? That's a real award. I mean, that's more outstanding than just throwing the football to me. I mean, if you just if you play every position. I mean, well, not that's every position. I don't think I mean, there's nobody you know, I mean, plays you know, every position with Carter. I mean, well, I mean, he plays, if you play four out of the what, you know, 13 positions, I mean, you should get, you should get, uh, something extra. Like your, your name should be in lights more. You, you should at least be the person who, who, who brings, uh, helps the Heisman a winner up to the stage or something like that. You need some recognition. It's like, and escorting, uh, the Heisman winner up to the stage is the guy who does everything on the field. Oh, uh, who uh, it? Well, yeah. Okay. So let me, let me suppose this about Coletto. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. uh, okay. So he's primarily a linebacker. Okay. But he also played, uh, a quarterback in, in the Wildcat. He played as a fullback, as a halfback, and as a receiver. He rushed 25 times to 86 yards and six touchdowns, uh, while completing both of his pass attempts for 53 yards. Uh, he also cut three passes for 46 yards. Uh, played in 42 games during his Oregon State career. He was named the All-Pac-12 first team as an all-purpose uh, player for the 2022 season. On defense, he's got 23 tackles, a fumble recovery, one forced fumble uh, this season, and he scored 22 touchdowns and 108 rushing attempts during his career. That's according to... Uh, to Oregon Live, the Oregonian, uh, that's basically the newspaper that, uh, they can't print on a, a physical paper because beavers in the state will grab it and use it in their own, uh, construction projects, uh, kind of like what Anthony's got going on there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, that, that, um, yeah, so I beat that one there. I mean, I think that that's the Heisman. I, I think they yeah, should I mean, uh, I, do it. I can't it. argue with it. I mean, like, this guy came out of a powerhouse program at Arizona Western College. Uh, oh, you yeah. know, it's, it's uh, known for tons of uh, star football players throughout, you know, all ranks. Uh, like, he dominated uh, all the way through Oregon State. I mean, this is like, this was a piece of cake. I mean, like, look at what he's doing. I mean, there's, there's no position on the field this guy can't play at. I don't, I don't know. Like, what else is a football player supposed to be except a guy who literally never comes off the field uh, you know I would say that without a doubt like you know playing time should be one of the one of the top Heisman Trophy uh, uh, criteria I mean if, yeah. if you're if you're an offense oh, this will like no huddle spread attack you're on the field for like 21 minutes a game uh, come on give me a break this guy this guy's doing it all and while you're sitting there talking on the phone to somebody drinking a Gatorade he's out here shedding blocks making tackles and winning games that's what it's all about yeah, yeah, hey, Drew hey, what about I want to know what what about longevity? What about longe what about just being in the game forever? Like like oh Frank Harris. 
with the University of Texas San Antonio Roadrunners. He's coming back for his seventh college season. Seventh. That's crazy. College season. I mean, I mean, he holds like almost every football record that a QB can have at uh, at the Roadrunners. But yo, know, he's coming back for a seventh season. I think he should. There should be a award for just being in college for that long. I don't know. Uh, you, you, there should be and, and still be able to play football. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure he did did some some tricks and trades right there to be able to do. But I mean, that that that's just fascinating in his own right, right there. Wait, wait, you know I mean? Where did he play before UTSA? The guy's only got four uh, seasons of stats. Yeah, well, I, I well, he ran through a couple of issues. The one we well, he, he redshirted, and then uh, he, he medical redshirted, and, yeah. and then he COVID year. You know that that big thing, the COVID thing that affected all of us and it made made life uh, uh, bad. You know, but I mean, hey, what can you do? But hey, I know what he's doing. Coming back for year number seven, that's what he's doing. And getting a big NIL deal is what he's doing, Mister uh, Roadrunner Record Holder. That's what he's doing. What you what you what you, what you think? Well, I think it's probably about time. I mean, you've been in college for seven years. You better have something to show for it. Uh, and at least it could be as an NIL deal, right? I mean, that, that's a good reason to come back. I mean, you got to get paid. Uh, I would say if the NFL's not begging for you after seven years of college football, you better get all the NIL money there is. So I, I'm happy for Frank Harris. UTSA is an awesome program. They're going to be dominating, uh, you know, for a while. They're clearly better than every other team in that conference by a long shot and a lot of that's due to their I mean again seven years of being around football this this guy's uh I mean he's got more wisdom and experience than pretty much entire teams they probably face so I would say uh Frank Harris uh you should be writing some books on uh how to remain in college for a uh a decade uh while playing college football and and unfortunately you know it, it took a pandemic uh but and uh, it probably could always be another pandemic. So uh, for the future, Frank Harris, why don't you write a book? Help us all out. Uh, you know, some of us have been struggling. This guy's obviously just thriving, ready for another year. It's, uh, you know, that, but that deserves an award. I don't think it's the Heisman, but I would say you come up with something, right? Like longest, uh, yeah. longest experience, you know, like. Is that the Disney Spirit Award? Oh, is that, is That's that? A, the, the, the Cal Ripken Football Award? I like it. I like it. Cal Ripken, uh, the kind of guy. I mean, that guy was never going to miss a game. This this should be recognized. He's well, yeah, that, guy maybe that's like different. A- this guy missed uh, three or four seasons. So, I mean, that probably defeats the whole point of the Cal Ripken thing. This guy's the Ken Griffey Award. Uh, yeah, something like that. Uh, yeah, you have a 20-year career, but you only play for three seasons. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yeah, congratulations there, pal. Yeah, heard it here first, folks. Ken Griffey Football Awards. Will be awarded to Frank Harris in the coming future. Well, I mean, after the seventh or eighth season. And that's the end of the game. Thanks for clicking and tuning the time in with me, Ricardo Longus, with me, Anthony North, Tommy Crenshaw, TTFN.